In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents... The Betches Brides Podcast, a show for the wedding obsessed and the brides who are stressed. Because after all, it's only one day of your life. Hello, and welcome back to Betches Brides. I am Jordana Abraham. And I'm Nicole Pellegrino. Are you still Nicole Pellegrino? Because oh, actually, this is our very first episode after Nicole's wedding, and she looks every bit the glowing newlywed. Um, so are you still Nicole Pellegrino? Thank That's I guess the, the first question is like, is that was that accurate? Are you Nicole Pellegrino? Legally and like Instagramly, yes. But if you call me Nicole Freeze, I won't get mad. But like I like I've said in past episodes, like this is kind of the last thing on my mind, changing the last name. I had Mr. and Mrs. Freeze stuff all over the wedding, just to like, you know, make Mike and his family and stuff happy. And like everybody likes calling you by the new last name when you're getting married. Right. I have a jacket that says Mrs. Freeze. My bag says Mrs. Freeze. But deep down, I'm still and technically I am still Nicole Pellegrino. Okay. Um, well, (laughs) that that to me makes sense given that you (laughs) given that you have a lot had a lot to do the uh the past week. I have to say your wedding was the event of the season. You broke the internet. You looked incredible. The whole thing looked incredible. I already read all about it on brides.com where you were featured and on their Instagram. Um, Yes. So but I will say I did save. I it may look like I disclosed every detail there, but I had to save the really juicy stuff for you guys here on the batches audience. That's like the overall like if you want to see great photos, go there. But I saved the juicy the juiciness for you guys. Um, yeah, for this podcast, obviously this is like the exclusive Mm -hmm. exclusive, um, right. But we're going to get like the real dirty details. Yes. The dirty. (laughs) Exactly. Um, but yeah, it looks great. So I guess to start off, like overall, did you feel like it, like your vision came to life? Like, did you feel like it went as you had, like, I'm sure you've been thinking, like you've been thinking about this day and like, like daydreaming about what it's going to be like and thinking about all the different moments. Like, did it feel like it came together like that? It so did. Um, I mean, let me just start by saying I truly was thinking about like how to start this podcast and telling you guys about it. This is going to sound cheesy as fuck, but it was really like the one of the best, best days of my entire life. Like, I just can't describe the happiness that you feel when you are marrying the love of your life. Finally, after two years and of planning and and especially when you're hands on and you, you're planning a lot like we are like, I don't know, just watching all of your heart. You're very proud. You're like, wow, look at what I did. I brought everybody together. And just the fact like Mike and I were like, we are never going to have all of our loved ones like this, friends, family from all over in one space or for one weekend at the same time. So let's really soak it all in. Right. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, it, it came to life, but don't get me wrong. <laughs> things definitely went wrong too. So what, what went just to, to quickly go over, like what went wrong and like, was it as big of a deal as you thought? And like, how did you stay positive and calm and happy? Like, despite those things going wrong. Yeah. So basically before I go into what went wrong quickly, I just want to say shout out to all my vendors. Cause not a ton went wrong. Like they, I I've realized into talking to brides, planning my own wedding, going through my own wedding at something is going to go wrong in every single wedding. No, like you're right. not going to have a perfect wedding. So my vendors did incredibly and made sure like minimal. And the only things that went wrong were little, but still funny. Um, so just hire people you trust. But anyways, to answer your question about what went wrong, I mean, a bunch of things. Let's just start the veil falling off. I know you all saw it on the Instagram story. Taylor Jackson from Betches captured it front and center. <laughs> like that was one of the things where like I'm walking down the aisle after we kissed and my veil just flies off my head. And I literally like from the, the wind. Video, from the wind. It was heavy, too. I had a heavy veil on. And okay. that was like. It was beautiful. I wanted a very long cathedral veil because my dress wasn't a long train. But I will say heavy veils make for like you do have to constantly kind of worry about it because it's heavy on your head. And it was like messing up my hair. Thank God my friend was fixing it the whole time. But did it like hurt your head? To like, did it feel like a weight on your head or was it like fine? No, really. like, you're not wearing it that long. You're not right. wearing it that long. You're but like getting from different photo locations and stuff. I had to like hold it physically at the base, like into my hair while we were walking. It okay. was just like a process to move from one place to another with it on. Right. But um, so that happened. One of the things, one of the also things that went sort of like not wrong because we dealt with it, we handled it well. All of these things we handled well, but photo locations. I know we've talked a lot about this and don't get me wrong before I even go into this. My photographers were freaking amazing. The photos came out so well, but because I know we all have seen them. They look great. We were on brides on Betches brides on yours. They look like incredible. Great Thank job. Thank you. I'm obsessed with them. I'm obsessed and all your with them. Um, but the photo locations, like basically downtown Annapolis was a shit show for the weekend because of all the the holiday, the home Navy game, which I foresaw. Everybody warned me, but I didn't realize until we were there how crowded it would be. So like a lot of our photo locations kind of went out the window. Like we were supposed to take photos on this dock right outside the venue. Couldn't because it was just swarmed with people and tourists and all this and that. So we ended up like having to on the fly get one of my other, our second shooter got a water taxi and we had to like pay this man to like drive us across the water. But those actually turned out. Oh, I thought that was planned. That was like, I thought that was like the coolest place you took photos. It looks planned and I'm so happy about it, but no, it wasn't. (laughs) Wow. And then, but I think my, my second shooter who lives in the area, she had like backup plan C, B, D, E, F. Oh, that's great. Because she knows the whole spot. The area. Yeah. Right. So thank God. Um, And then like our family photos and bridal party photos, we had to, we wanted to take them like in some like street or something, but it was too crowded. I forget. 
But so we literally had to beg somebody to take them in their front yard. My photographers did. I didn't even know this was happening at the time, but they like asked somebody if we can take them in their front yard because the shade was perfect for the lighting and all this. And so that was like a, you know, a fun spur of the moment thing just to go it's on. Nice on the that they just like, it's nice that they like took care of that for you without like making it your problem. Right. Do you know what At I mean? Like point, they like were like very proactive. Exactly. At one point they were like, should we just do photos in the hotel lobby and did ask me that? And I was like, no, I just was like, no, I don't want photos in my the hotel lobby. I kind of was like, find a spot. And they did. Well, so I, know. I think them. that's good because I actually feel like with vendors too, like what I'm learning is that like, it's really important to have them be proactive and not just like yes. coming to you with the problem, but coming to you with like the problem and a solution that they've thought of exactly. already. So exactly. Kudos to your vendors. And then they dropped you on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. So I did get launched across the whole reception. Can I ask a question just about that in general? So in the Jewish yes. religion, we do the Hora, where like, that's like a standard thing. Is it like for everyone else? They just kind of, it's just like a fun thing to do. Like it's part of a. I know it's part of a Jewish tradition, but at like a non-Jewish wedding, is it just like something fun that, like who like who Correct. like starts it organize that yeah. yeah no so and no I was I feel like us like non Jewish people it's like what are you doing that's an actual Jewish tradition that you guys are just like doing um oh, I so think it's no cool disrespect. I think it's like a, it's very no it's not it's not <laughs> not to say it's disrespectful or anything at all I just wasn't sure like because in because because like, like for Jewish weddings like it's like the, the the there's like a song that you play yes. when you're on the chair so I'm just wondering like how it comes together. How everyone comes knows together, to put you on the chair. Um, it comes together by a bunch of crazy maniac drunk people. Like literally right before it, Mike was crowd surfing. Like his friends would just had his body, no chair involved in the air and were bouncing him up and down. And I, I think I was nearby. And at this point, I don't even really... Uh, I remember, don't get me wrong, I didn't black out at my wedding, but this was towards the very end. And literally, I was just like, ooh, fun. And all of a sudden, these guys were like, Nikki, sit in the chair. And I just sat in a chair. Like, it just happened. It manifested. And I was in the chair, in the air, and I got three good pumps into the air. And then forward, I went. The video made it look awful, like I had gotten concussed. But I was weirdly okay, which was good. Like our best man kind of caught me, but the video is really funny. I'll post it on Betches Bride's Instagram for you guys. Yeah, You're welcome. I really enjoyed that. That was great. <laughs> um. Um, but yeah, other than that, like little things like the, oh, like we were supposed to have the indoor fireworks sparklers thing go off during the first dance, but they didn't because there were technical difficulties, but then they did throughout the night. So that was fine. And so much fun and a nice touch from our Was band. that the surprise? When you were you were talking oh, about yeah. a surprise, like on your stories, I remember that like we're just gonna ha- like was that the surprise the indoor sparklers? <laughs> yeah, that was supposed to be the first dance big surprise. It was cool. But it looked great. I'm sure it looked great in pics too. In the end, like I didn't even care. I was like, oh, I didn't even notice the fireworks didn't go off right during the fr- like they went off throughout the whole entire night after that, and the first dance was literally amazing. So. um, yeah, I mean, you don't care in the moment when I cry things. like you wanted him to. So here's the thing. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be completely Did honest. Did you cry? 
Yes, I cried during the ceremony. And actually, Mike did tear up during the ceremony and then during my dad's speech. But I will say, everybody's like, oh, first look is so magical. You both cry, blah, blah. Like, honestly, <laughs> first look to us was not that magical. Like, it was definitely such a sweet, intimate, intimate moment. Like, I don't know. It was like he uh, he told me I looked so beautiful. He hugged and kissed me like he loved my dress, looked at my whole complete look. I did the same to him, but it wasn't like magic sparks. <laughs> right. I feel like the first look is very like orchestrated, so it yes. doesn't seem it's like a little bit like technical, like, OK, tap him on the yes. shoulder. He's going to like turn and like everyone's like looking at you and then you have to like perform for the cameras. I can see yeah. why that one would be like less sentiment, actually sentimental than like walking exactly. down the aisle or like reading your vows or like hearing something that's really meaningful. So I that yes. totally makes sense to me. Exactly. That you hit the nail on the head with the orchestrated. You have a videographer in your face. You have a photographer in your face. You have like my friend was holding my veil and like watching me, whatever. Like I, it just like we, it, it, yeah, it didn't feel as natural. And I'm sorry to burst anybody's bubble who's like obsessed with first look. I'm sure other people have different experiences, but ours was just like, well, okay, just we get those pictures out of the way. So yeah, <laughs> I still exactly. think you should do one. Um, yes. So looking back, like overall, do you feel like is there anything that you spent a lot of money on that you were like, no one really noticed or anything that you like didn't really think about that everyone really loved that you didn't think anyone would care about? Love that question. Okay. St things to start with the not spending money on thing. I didn't realize because my biggest takeaway from the day is that it goes by in the blink of an eye. Jordana, I'm not kidding. Like when you get to your wedding day, take i don't know how to best do this but like take it all freaking in and just from the moment you wake up like be there be present i don't know how else to explain it because it goes by did you so sleep the night before fast. like a little like for four hours okay well you didn't look tired <laughs> at all so thank you i just it was adrenaline honestly pumping so that said because it goes by so fast, because there's so much going on, you're really in the zone, you're in the moment, the little details you really don't notice as much. Like I, I so that said, like I wouldn't spend money on like all this crazy decor and stuff. Like if you're not going to know, like the, I wouldn't spend money on like little details. Like Give me an example. I'd say like, like even like place settings, like I, it really made me realize like nobody, including myself, I was like, oh, wait, what's my place setting? Don't get me wrong. My rentals place was amazing. The chairs, we, we've we decided we, we need no, I'm chairs. I'm sure it's all was great. I'm saying for, and this isn't, also isn't to say that like any of these things aren't important. I'm saying for you, like, what did, what did you feel like? And this is like an opinion. So no, no disrespect to any vendors who do these yeah, things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Just like right. the little d random decor, like did I really need a welcome sign? Probably not. Like, did I like, I, I don't know. And do, don't get me wrong. People probably saw them and realized, but Mike and I looking back, we're like, can we get some of the photos? Cause we didn't even notice some of the decor and details at our own wedding. Right. So that's one thing. Um, that said things to splurge on that really made an overall impact. The band, I'm not kidding you guys spectrum band. I've got to shout them out hands down the like made my wedding magical. I cannot even begin to rave about them enough. 
they were definitely uh, pricey-ish. Um, yeah. Right. Everyone remembers <laughs> the band. Everyone remembers the music. And like, I mean, every single guest was like, this band is incredible. They, every guest was like, I'm hiring them for my wedding. They were so good. Um, they just, they kept the party going. They, during dinner, which I loved, there was a moment where they started singing that song. I'm going to do the quick, uh, verse, the, all my life. <laughs> I pray for Kate, someone like you. Casey yes. and JoJo. Yes. yes. Wow. I didn't even like know that. I, that's why I had to sing it because I forgot who sang it. Um, but yeah, so they did that during dinner and like walked around two tables to sing it and serenaded us. And it was so, I, I, it was so much fun. I can't even get begin. Um, but that's yeah, so they were great. Flowers, our floral team did amazing steel cut flower co. Those just really like made an overall impact. I know we all complain about how expensive florals are, but I didn't realize until this, like they're expensive for a reason because they just are. The setup takes a while. The, my, there was a hurricane and tornado earlier in the week that hit the East Coast and especially Annapolis, Maryland, ironically. So that like made flowers triple the price and yeah. it just it was like a, such a hassle to get flowers like my wedding almost didn't have flowers because it was so hard to actually like get them but our floral team went above and beyond um so th- i think those like flowers just overall make a difference like i would almost splurge more on those than like little random decor um and, and then, then did, did you write oh. your own vows also our deacon, I forget if I told you guys this before, but our deacon had us do letters, which were not vows, even though our whole audience or guests thought that they were during the ceremony, they were like slightly different. Instead of being like, I vow to always love you and protect you. It was more like, I love you and I'm ready to marry you because X, Y, and Z. So Mike and I oh, poured cute. our hearts. I like that. Yeah. We like poured our hearts out into these letters and made them funny. And so during the ceremony, our deacon like whipped them out and was like, I'm surprising you guys. Nobody knows about these except for Nicole and Michael. And Mike and I didn't know about each other's like we didn't read each other's prior. And so he read them. So he read like mine to Mike first, then Mike's to me. And oh, that's so nice. that was such a special moment. It was and you didn't have to were, read it. That's even better. It was so nice because I was yeah. like shaky. You know how my yeah, yeah. Um, my fight or flight kicks in when I like do public speaking. I literally need to like get prescribed beta blockers. But <laughs> I would have been like nervous. Um, but no, he was he truly he did a great job. And everybody, our guests were like tearing up and crying left and right. Um, my half sister, who's the flower girl, was literally like bawling because she was so happy for us. It was so cute. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly, Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. So Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. 
you can get your choice of any six styles. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. There are no parameters. You get access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees. There's no late fees, no damage fees, no fees to pause or cancel. So no big deal if you like lose a button. Uh-oh, I spilled something on it. Or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing all the way up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. You always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BRIDES20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's Newly with two U's and enter the code BRIDES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code BRIDES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So what would you what would you have like told yourself like two weeks before your wedding now that the wedding is over? Like is there anything you would have told yourself like before it that you like wish you had known going into it or that you felt like you were like looking at differently? I would have told myself to take in every single moment, like take a second to really like spend a little bit more time at cocktail hour and like enjoy the oyster bar. Cause I didn't get to do that. Um, it just truly, it, I, it just goes by so fast. So like, I would have, I would have told myself to like, I was Mike and I were both on the dance floor for so long of it. I would have honestly, I don't know if I would have spent less time on the dance floor, but I would have maybe grabbed Mike to like go explore the event a little more because we had so much going on. We had an incredible photo booth, which our guests loves and got to use. We had the after the tone guest book, which right. they, like there was a lot to do. Um, were you dancing? Venue- were you guys dancing? Like, but you guys were dancing the whole time. You're saying like, were you dancing together or like with your friends separately but t- th- together? And this is a big piece of advice. Somebody told me, and I'm glad we took it was like kind of don't let go of each other the whole night, even though you want to greet everybody you want to, which we did. We did rounds during salads after Mike and I like wolfed down our salads. We went to every table and said a quick hello just because truly there we walked away from the wedding being like, I didn't really even get to hang out with so-and-so and like feeling guilty. But that happens at every wedding, especially when you have 160 people. Right. Um. So just don't let go of each other though. Cause you will get pulled in different directions. And I'm so glad I'm not looking back saying I didn't get to spend the wedding with Mike. You know what I mean? Right. That's a good, that's so, a very good tip. I like that. But yeah, I mean, biggest kind of like regret, I will say like there really aren't too many regrets, but my number one thing is I really wish we threw 
an after party. And I know that would have been so much more oh, I money. You had an after party. It looked wild. So I assumed that was like an after party. <laughs> Everybody thought we did. Quick story on that. I know I've said in the past, every, any wedding with friends, especially in like that area that Mike and I have ever been to, nobody throws an official after party. You just like go to a bar after Long story short, there was a bar right downstairs. That was the whole plan. Like we had talked to our venue leading up. They were like every single wedding goes to after the wedding ends, goes to the bar right downstairs. It's so much fun. Blah, blah, blah. That's like selling point for our venue. Of course, this weekend, it was just packed. You There was a line to get in. You literally couldn't. It was that was when I like I was like kind of mad because I, I just was like, I was like, the night cannot end here. <laughs> like, the, I'm ready I, okay, to still so you, party. You were originally planning on like going to a bar, then you're saying? Yes, okay. right downstairs. So I we see. ended up, yeah. So we ended up going to one down the street, which was still really crowded. And we thank God got like kind of our own area that ended you up. You were wearing your wedding dress. Yeah, the second dress. Okay. Was. Did you get a lot of I like just, people coming up to you? surprisingly your second, no. your second dress looks like a party dress like it could be a regular exactly. party dress exactly. are you happy you did the second dress so happy yes the second dress was a hit and you recommend just it like i'm debating it highly highly well okay. especially i don't know what your first dress looks like mine was like tighter it was a corset i didn't want to like dance and let loose in an actual corset so right. corset and um so the second dress, just being able to be nimble and boogie was great. And it just was a fun moment. When did you switch dresses? Right after my father-daughter dance. Okay. Um, for it, I made us like quickly run. Me, one of my bridesmaids, and my planner quickly slipped me into it. The father-daughter dance was kind of a shit show, too. Why? <laughs> I love my dad so much with all my heart, literally, but we didn't practice and he truly, he did a good job. I didn't, he was throwing in like a two-step on me and (laughs) I was like, dad, I was like, you either need to pick one into the dance. You're saying, yes. I was like, you need to pick one or two steps because it it was throwing me off. He'd be like, step to the side, step back. And then it all of a sudden he'd be like two to the side and two back and he was flip-flopping back and forth and we looked like two people who had two left feet but it was fun if you do like mother son father daughter together yes you did them together okay yeah i was thinking of doing that i feel like it's it's enough to have one song but even those like they just go by so fast like everything just when you're the couple, I think it's so I'm different sure. from the guest perspective. Like our guests were like, yeah, your wedding was the f- most fun wedding we've ever been to, but it didn't like, we still were there. Like it didn't go by that fast chill. And I was like, no, it did though. Well, so, they, yeah, they had less to do. I'm sure than you. Like, yeah. But like, well, still- then you're like, at one point after I changed my planner grabbed us and she was like, you told me you wanted to quickly cut the cake. Do you guys want to do that? And Mike and I, at that point, we were like, yes, but I'm telling you like two seconds because you just want to party and dance right. at that point. You've, you've been bopping around to photos, to this, to that. Like, I was like, just the speeches and the speeches were freaking incredible. Shout out to all of our people who did them. Um, but yeah, I mean, at that point, you're, we cut the cake in like point two seconds, like privately right. off to the side. 
I think that's best. No one really cares about watching the cake. Exactly. Exactly. Did you, so did you have any moments where you were like, oh my God, I am having a mental breakdown and I am a bridezilla or, and, or that could be. (laughs) Yes. Two moments. Okay. Give give them to us. Here's the dirty deeds. One was the nail debacle leading up to the wedding. Yeah. What happened there? (laughs) The audience needs to know. So long story short, I, I posted this TikTok being like, what nails should I, which nails should I do? And I loved, and so did literally, it went like viral. Um, I loved, and so everybody else loved the first style, which was like this simple coffin shaped style with two white lines, whatever. And it was very, it looked to me, it looked, yeah, like a modern French to me, it looked very simple. And I was like, okay, but there were fine lines on it. So my, as you know, I had a sort of destination wedding because it wasn't where I live. So my friend in the area was like, oh, I've heard so-and-so. I'm not going to say their names, but so-and-so at this place is really good. So go to her, go to this place. And it was kind of a little hole in the wall, but I'm like, okay, those are usually the best talent with the nails. So my sister, my sister-in-law and I go, and this was on the Thursday morning before the wedding. Okay. And I'm all excited to get this cool, different style. I sit down. I, I show them the photo. They're like, yep, we can do it. Um, go ahead and, you know, sit down halfway, literally an hour and a half, like through the manicure. She pa- paints the base color and she's like, wait, actually, I can't do that. And I'm like, OK, it's fine. I have a backup here. Do this like nude to white ombre color instead. And she's like, well, I can't do that either because I've already painted your base color. And at this point, like I, she, the nail tech lady was just being like rude to me. I can't explain it. Like just mean. She was like, well, figure it out. At one point she was like, I don't know, Google something. Like she wasn't providing any solutions or helping. And people in the salon were like, she's a bride, like help her out. Like feeling bad for me. Like other (laughs) people were gathering like this one woman who was getting her nails done, brought out a piece of paper and a pen and was drawing like different designs I could do. That's so nice. And uh, in the grand scheme of things, I get it. It's just fucking wedding nails. It's literal nails. Like they don't matter that much. But I don't know at this point, like all of the planning, all of the stress of the week kind of just was like bottling up, if you will. And I just I was like, I was just pissed. I was like, just do this. And they turned out well. I'm showing you up close. Yeah, they look good. They, They turned out we did like a modern French kind of thing. They're like dirty right now, but I turned out they, I liked them in the end, but I just like, it was the overall experience at that point. And then I was like, oh, my one wedding nail appointment, I'm only getting married once. I'm only having a pre-wedding nail appointment once. And it wasn't fun. Like my pedicure sucked after that. They didn't really massage my legs. (laughs) I sound like a diva, but like it was the overall experience. Um, and I cried in the car afterwards. Like I still tipped them and was like nice to the nail tech people, obviously. Like I'm not going to be a true monster, but I had a bridezilla cry moment and like took it out on my sister. You know what? At and least you got it out like early, you exactly. know, like before the wedding. Like it's way better than like morning of something goes wrong. And then you're like the whole day exactly. is like, messed up. Like this was the thir- this was like two days before. I feel like that's the perfect time to have your little meltdown. Then you have like yes. the day to get yourself together and like get in a better mood. 
Right. Because I had the meltdown and I was like, that wasn't fun. I don't want to like look back on my wedding and be like, oh, I was having meltdowns. So that kind of made me realize like, don't have a, it's fine. Like don't have a meltdown again. So I didn't. But the only other one moment where I was kind of stressed was during the reception at one point, it was like after dinner, right when the band was starting to like ramp up, there was kind of for the first couple minutes or so, there was like no one on the dance floor because not because our band wasn't amazing because they were the way our venue was set up is the bars. And I think I've talked about this on here before about a fear of it being mine. The bars were right outside on the patio and the patio. It was the most gorgeous freaking day in the world. We had the best weather lucked out with the best weather. So during sunset and like the nighttime, we had these beautiful fire pits outside. We had the outside area was just so nice. That's a lot of people were like getting a drink, sitting by a fire pit, having a cigar. And in my mind, I'm very like host want everybody to be like raging Dancing. at all times. Right. And I was like, we paid so much freaking money for the band. I literally looked at like my planner and my sister and a couple bridesmaids. And I was like, get people inside and bridezilla moment. And um, sure enough, the literal band, like somebody, one of the singers like went outside, got them in, sang the best song ever. It was so much fun. And literally all the hours from that moment, everybody was on the dance floor, like truly. And people were like allowed to go outside. I wasn't going to be like guarding the doors. Did you have like anxiety about like people having the best time or people like dancing or like, like, was that like, were you, did you, were you in host mode of like, I need to make sure everyone's having an amazing time. I made a conscious effort to try to not be in host mode like that too much. Cause that's how I get. And I'll make, I'll, I'll host mode so much that I'm not having a good time. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't doing that at my wedding. So um, that was really the only moment I really hardcore was host mode. And then right in the morning when my bridesmaids and I had to be ready to get hair makeup at 630, I was hardcore in host mode. I was like overcompensating being like, you guys, trust me, I promise smoothie bowls is coming soon and food and chicken nuggets are coming soon. And they were like, Nicole, we're good. It's your wedding day. Like you get out of host mode and we'll be fine. So um, overall, no, that's great. So do you feel like now that it's done, do you feel like post wedding blues or do you feel like now I don't know what to do with myself or are you like amazing? I don't have like this anxiety of this upcoming thing coming up and I don't have to spend every dollar I make towards putting it towards this wedding and I can relax. Like, how do you feel? I'm so ready to like watch a show again. Like I can't remember the, everybody was watching like white Lotus, but I was like, what even is that? I don't know. Like I'm so ready to like be reimmersed into society. <laughs> um, so no, I'm not really feeling the post wedding blues yet also because our honeymoon has not happened and I'm, literally over the moon excited for that honestly um, that was my um main thing when making my honeymoon is like four months later also oh, just, four. oh wow yeah because i wanted it to be like in the dead of winter when i'm like miserable so yes. i made it in march um so smart <laughs> but yeah i think that's a great thing because otherwise if you, i feel like when you go right away you're like oh my then that's done and you're like oh my god it's all over 
Right. Well, and like having this time after, don't get me wrong. It's like weird the next day when you're like, okay, like we went to two days later, we went to Mike's parents' house to get a new car because ours had flooded like that. Everybody was like, oh, is that your honeymoon? And I was like, no, <laughs> obviously. But um, <laughs> but Mike's parents' house. Yeah, literally oh. with my in-laws. Um, but no, I mean, it's nice because you do have a lot of... You, I noticed like right after the wedding, you're getting blown up with text messages of just like guests thanking you and stuff like really sweet ones that you want to get back to oh, that's nice. like messages. You're getting blown up. You're you're trying to look at the fun Instagram story content. At least if you're me, there's there's a lot to kind of do after the wedding. Like I I'm excited to have this time to like write thank you notes, that kind of stuff like. So I don't know. There's a lot. And we had we had to like return rentals and stuff like the day after the wedding. It, I don't I physically don't know how we would have been able to leave for a trip two week vacation. after. Right. So did you feel so, like all of the stress and all of the money and all of the things that go that went into playing this wedding? Like, did you was there any part of you that was like should have eloped or were you like totally worth it? like would make all the same, like would make the same decision all over again. And like, so happy you had like a nice big wedding. I want to have a wedding once a year because that's how fun it was, <laughs> but I don't want to play here. That's very encouraging for me as I'm like shelling out all this money and going through all this. You're going to love it. Oh, one of the things I wanted to say to you is if honestly, one of the biggest things, if I could go back, I might, have done like more of a destination wedding because of how I know I'm harping on this point, but because of how that day goes by so Mm. fast, like I'm so glad we had the welcome party the night before and the rehearsal dinner and the, the stuff like that, because like that made it more of an overall like weekend experience with our guests. But that's why I'm excited for you because you might not feel as much like that because yours is going to be like a whole weekend thing. Right. Like you don't have to squeeze everything into just one wedding day. Yeah. Um, I mean, while looking so, yeah. back now, it's definitely adding up price wise. <laughs> but um, that is one of the reasons that we did want to do a destination wedding. Like we like the idea of it being like a whole weekend where everyone sort of was like forced to come for the whole weekend. And like, multiple because like we have a we have a welcome party so i plan on like saying hello, pretty much everyone is coming to the wedding is coming to the welcome party so it's like nice that i Amazing. can like, go say hello to everyone like casually over the course of three days instead of yeah. like like you said like you had to like kind of do it quickly um mm-hmm. at, like after the salad thing or whatever but right yeah so i don't mean i don't know i'm sure it'll like be like just three more days of stressful things that can go wrong but also i i It'll be like more spread out. So I'm right. hoping um, I'm hoping that was a good decision. I'll let you guys know as it, uh, <laughs> as it comes up unfolds. I have a question yes. about your because I was thinking about this because you said that you put on your invitations like the time, the exact time that your wedding was starting mm-hmm. um, with no like buffer. Did that work out for you or were like people late? Because I'm people were all on time that I mean, oh, really are. Really? guests were yeah somehow i think i did take your advice and put on our website like arrive earlier because and i text i know i texted some people that were staying at like further hotels and said like arrive early because traffic's going to be crazy 
Um, but people were all on time. And that's that just reminded me of one big tip, which I did do. Everybody told me at one point during your ceremony, take a second to look out into the crowd and just like soak in the fact that all your guests are there. I literally looked at everybody and their faces were like smiling at me or tearing up at me. And I like started crying at that moment just because it is so serene and special. So, yeah, so great. And I know you had Taylor Swift, uh, the like Bridgerton soundtrack <laughs> playing, which I saw was a huge hit. Um, so that's great. Huge hit. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm so happy for you. Your wedding looked incredible. You looked so gorgeous, like most beautiful bride, like, like the exact Kate Hudson look that you were <laughs> you were going for. You guys look like models in like all of the pics. Um, so I'm so happy Thank for you. you. I can't believe I'm sure the audience on Instagram and on, you know, for Betches Brides, it's like weird to, I'm sure they've seen you. They've been in this, like in the trenches with you, watched you go through mm. the ups and downs. So it felt, feels like we all got married last weekend, even though um, it was, we just all you. did. <laughs> it was our wedding. It really was all of ours. And like, truly you guys, thank you for being along the way to plan. I know I like literally the audience is always like, you guys have helped us plan weddings, but I don't know about you, Jordana, but literally I've learned so much from this audience. Like this audience is like the cool older sister that tells you what's cool and what's not. I think you're and the then cool just, older sister that tells you what's cool and what's not actually. Oh, thank but you. Thank even you. Even though you're younger than me, I still feel like you're my cool older sister. Like, you need to make <laughs> <Thank> TikToks. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like you need to get on TikTok more. But yeah, I mean, just like weddings are freaking amazing, especially your own. It's the it, I get why people say it's the best day of your life because it's so much. Um, and I just don't like I know we joke about stressing all the time, but because they are stressful, but just like promise me you guys will have fun on your big day because like you owe that to yourself. Truly. Yeah. I mean, you deserve it. You spent all this this time and money planning. So mm-hmm. I think that's great advice. And I'm sure we'll get more updates as like they come in or you remember them. Is there anything else that I didn't ask you that you feel like the audience should know? Um, everyone was making fun of me for saying on this podcast that I've only, <laughs> I would only drink two to three drinks max because they saw like the stories towards the end of the night and they were like, you definitely had more than two to three drinks, which they were right because th- at your wedding, there will always just be a drink in your hand. You don't know who puts it there. there you were there's always or were you happy that you were drinking? Like you're fine. I was fine. I didn't black out. Like I remember everything. You I was just, over the next day. Um, yeah, but that's only because we went to our friend's Airbnb after the bar that we went to after the wedding and okay. stayed there <laughs> until like 4 a.m. It, it was just like tired more okay. well, and hungover. That's good. I feel like it's I feel like it's totally like it, I'll probably wind up having a lot more than three drinks also. But I feel like as, as long as you're eating the whole time, like, yes. I feel like you probably yep. you, were you able to eat like the food at your wedding? Because I feel like that's where you get in trouble if you're just drinking and you haven't eaten and you're too busy to eat. Yeah, l- definitely eat the food and drink water like a ton. Um, we were able to eat. It was nice. Like the entrees we ate, Mike housed his full filet down. Um, and then somebody at the venue, one of the venue staff, our planner like had them make us a plate because we missed kind of a lot of the cocktail hour, even though we still got to enjoy some, thank God. Um, but they made us a giant plate of 
all the different hors d'oeuvres that we got to like eat in the when we were getting ready to enter into the reception. So that was a nice little oh, nice. moment. Mike, did and you I even just, eat though, or were you too like hyped up? I was too. I wasn't hungry. I was hyped up. I was adrenaline pumping, but I like forced myself to eat right. food so that I feel I like you got it if you're drinking. Like you just got it, or yeah. else you'll like die. Yeah, but Mike ate a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's such a great tip, um, and. We will be right back with some unpopular opinions. Now it's time for unpopular opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. Some of these opinions might be unpopular, but you know what's really popular? High Noon Hard Seltzer. With flavors like pineapple, black cherry, watermelon, grapefruit, peach, lime, mango, and passion fruit. They've got you covered for whatever occasion, be it your batch party, bridal shower, cocktail hour, you name it. And our first opinion for today is your parents, in-laws and wedding party don't need a million gifts to thank them. Um, I agree. I think the it's nice to like paper hair or makeup for your like bridal party. And like if your friend, if your parents paid for your whole wedding, or paid for a significant chunk. I think it's nice. We discussed this, like to do something a little sentimental, but I also don't think like you have to like the best part of gift giving is when it doesn't feel like something you're checking off a list and feels like really authentic and like really intimate. So I don't believe in like gifts for the sake of gifts. Right. What do you think? I, I don't think you have to, but I fully agree. It's so nice. We'll talk all about our gifts that we gave late at a later date. Oh, but yeah. I do. We'll have, to, we'll have to do a whole episode on the gift giving from the bride to the wedding party. Yes. Our gifts were a hit. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's like you don't need to, you don't have to, but it's, it is nice, but don't force it. And especially, I mean, both my dad and then Mike's parents both helped contribute to the wedding. So, um, we like, we were like, they deserve a, a gift. So, but I think thoughtful gifts are great. And yeah, I know, um, 89% of our audience. Wow. That's a lot agreed that you, they do, everybody doesn't need a single a gift to thank them. Okay, good. We're aligned. Yeah. We're aligned. Um, okay, the next one. You do not need to spend thousands to make it amazing. Um, yes, I agree with that. I think you don't need to spend. I mean, the best weddings are the ones where it feels natural to the couple and people that they love are there. and They're surrounded by what they want to do with people that they feel good with. So I don't think a budget is what makes the higher budget is what makes a wedding better. I think it's more about it feeling true and authentic and like a real celebration of love. 1000%. I, I also just think like there are some weddings that spend thousands and have so much going on. And like, there's almost too, it almost is like overwhelming takes away to the from so, the actual like right. reason you're there. Exactly. So yeah, I agree. That's why people elope and have little small weddings that are so nice. Um, 83% of our audience obviously agrees that you do not need to spend thousands to make it amazing. And that said, you guys send us any weddings that are like small. Like I want to see a small, fun, like backyard food truck wedding. I'm going to a backyard wedding actually in a couple of weeks that I'll cover, but Send us your small weddings that didn't send th- spend thousands because we want to see those and share them. So Agreed. email us. 
bridesatbatches.com. Okay, and the last one, low pro low profile centerpieces are better than tall over the top ones. Um so I actually do agree with this mostly because I've been to ones with huge centerpieces that are like the entire table. And I feel like you can't like see things like they obstruct Mm -hmm. vision. Like sometimes the flowers are so over the top, in my opinion, that you can't it's like gets in the way of logistics. Like sometimes I've seen like hoopas that are like so big that I can't see the bride and groom. If I'm sitting Mm -hmm. on like the inside, like, you know what I mean? Like not on the, like by the aisle, but I'm sitting more outward. And to me, right. So I, I kind of agree with that. I like a lower key centerpiece. That's like pretty and tasteful, but not like the star of the show. Totally. I personally, in my wedding, I liked our lower ones better than the tall. I told them for the tall ones, do you like a lot of greenery? Cause I think that was more affordable <laughs> at the time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's always a little, I feel like a little less expensive to like the colors are work as expensive. If you want like, yes. really brightly colored flowers that exactly. Yeah. yeah the green. Exactly. So cheaper. our lower ones had more of those flowers and colors and stuff. So I was like, Oh, I kind of lo- fuck with these more. Sorry. I'm cursing in the horn. Sorry. Um, I like okay. these more. This is Betches, Nicole. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, I think it depends. I've had, yeah, I mean, obviously, I think it depends on like the whole aesthetic of the wedding, but sometimes, like, kind of like we were just talking about about spending thousands, like, sometimes you can like do too much and it like takes away from like the sentimentality of the wedding. Like, it takes away, I think, from like the sentimentalness of where you're at if you can't see the bride and groom actually like at the ceremony. Right, right. No, literally, though, our florals, not to like harp on those because we'll talk about those at another time, we're, we just got so many compliments on them. There was so much texture in them. And I don't know, it just turned out great for all the centerpieces. So um, 83% of our audience agreed that, that, wow, that's actually surprising. They agreed that low profile ones are better than the tall over the top ones. Tall over the top is over. It's over. <laughs> So 2020. So 2020. We're in 2021. That was Unpopular Opinions brought to you by High Noon Hard Seltzer. With 100 calories, gluten-free, and no added sugar, High Noon is more than a drink. It's a way of life, an attitude, a vibe. Because when the sun's up, there are always good times to be had. I saw on brides.com and in your Mm -hmm. wedding pictures that Mike's, um, like when he was getting ready, like they were just like drinking High Noons and it looked like they were having an incredible time. They were loving it. I, we stole some. I had my bridesmaids go into the groomsmen room and steal some for us. I was like, I need some before the wedding. Um, it was high noon was the theme of the wedding and the weekend. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. We even drank them, you know, after after the wedding to party throughout the night. It's the perfect drink to have at all points of your wedding weekend. It really is. So you can find where to purchase high noon by visiting highnoonspirits.com. And that is a wrap for today's episode. We got the old, this is the ultimate episode. The rundown of Nicole's wedding looked incredible. I'm sure we'll continue to see more updates on social media and like little um, details that you'll get here. But I feel like we really like got into like the nuances of what went on. So I feel like we did. I feel like I was there. Yes. Let us know if you guys have any other questions though. And of course I'll answer them at some point. Okay. Till death do us part. 
The Betches Brides podcast is produced by Nicole Pellegrino, Sean Kilby, and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow us at Betches Brides and send us your emails to brides at betches.com. Betches.